And welcome to Biblical Tapestry Season 6, Episode 20, A Study in the Book of Jeremiah. Biblical Tapestry is a podcast where we explore how the Bible is its own commentary and how the Gospel is thoroughly woven from Genesis to Revelation. In this episode, we review the history of the Battle of Karshemish that occurred in Jehoiakim's fourth year as the Egyptian vassal king of Judah. We then will study Jeremiah chapters 47 and 46 on the judgment against Valicia and Egypt because of the growing domination of Babylon. Once more, we are attempting to follow the book of Jeremiah in a chronological order to help us understand the book with its historical narrative. All right, there was a large seaport in Ashkelon, 13 miles north of a city in the news today, Gaza. This was along the coast of Philistia, and being a strategic seaport, was often fought over and controlled by major powers of the day like Egypt and Assyria and Babylon. We will review what God has said through Jeremiah about what was coming to Philistia and Egypt. Many of these Philistine cities in the area had rebelled against Assyria, who was the major empire that controlled the area and had harassed Israel, eventually taking the northern kingdom of Israel into captivity. However, as all empires have a expiration date, the Assyrian Empire began to decline and all the surrounding nations began at times to rebel. And that power vacuum drew great interest from a very new rising power of Babylon and of Egypt. Egypt briefly controlled the area, and I mean briefly, until Babylon came to take it. The Assyrians were still around, but they were hanging on by the power by, power by a small small thread. There was a strategic major city in the upper Euphrates River that was called Karshemish. This was on the main trade route from Egypt through Palestine to Assyria and to Babylon. Now, Karshemish was sometimes independent and sometimes under foreign control, but Karshemish was a key place to hold against Babylon. Assyria knew they needed help in their power struggles, and they had made an alliance with Egypt to engage Babylon. Pharaoh Necho from Egypt was able to occupy and fortify Karshemish for a time, but that led to a, a very decisive battle in 605 B.C. 605 B.C. was the fourth year of Jehoiakim's Egyptian vassal reign in Jerusalem. Pharaoh Necho mustered his forces to come against Babylon, and while traveling through Canaan, he took the initiative to attack Gaza and Ashkelon, and again held them briefly. The coming battle fought at Karshemish turned into a rout for Babylon. The Assyrians were destroyed once and for all. The Egyptians were driven back through Palestine towards Egypt. Now Nebuchadnezzar didn't take the initiative. He did not follow after them because his father, Nabopolassar, had died. And Nebuchadnezzar returned to Babylon to assume the throne as the undisputed ruler over Babylon. And this is the background for the judgments against Philistia and Egypt. These events are all part of God's plan, and these nations were fulfilling God's will. No nation, as we continue in this study, will be able to escape God's judgment. Let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 47, a short chapter. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the Philistines before Pharaoh struck down Gaza. 
Thus says the Lord, Behold, waters are rising out of the north and shall become an overflowing torrent. They shall overflow the land and all that fills it, the city and those who dwell in it. Men shall cry out, and every inhabitant of the land shall wail. They wail the noise of the stamping of the hooves of his stallions, at the rushing of his chariots, at the rumbling of their wheels. The fathers look not back to their children, so feeble are their hands. Because of the day that is coming to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon, every helper that remains, for the Lord is destroying the Philistines, the remnant of the coastland of Kaptor. Baldness has come upon Gaza. Ashkelon has perished. O remnant of their valley, how long will you gash yourselves? All sword of the Lord, how long are you quiet? Put yourself into your scabbard. Rest and be still. How can it be quiet when the Lord has given a charge against Ashkelon, against the seashore? He has appointed it. Now the Philistines were a non-Semitic people who settled on the Mediterranean coastline in today what we would call Gaza. And they were very much a problem for the Israelites until David subdued them. We know little about their language, but we do know that they worshipped the idol Dagon. Palestine got its name from these people, and by this time they were no more than a few small cities on the coast. Now, when it mentions the waters rising in the north in verse 2, that is the Babylonian army. And after resuming his campaign after consolidating power in Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar continues to drive towards Egypt. The Babylonian chronicles date the capture of Ashkelon in 604 B.C. Reading again in Jeremiah 47, verse 3, At the noise of the stamping of the hoofs of his stallions, at the rushing of his chariots, at the rumbling of their wheels, the fathers look not back to their children, so feeble are their hands, because of the day that is coming to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon every helper that remains. Baldness has come upon Gaza. Ashkelon has perished. O remnant of their valley, how long will you gash yourselves? The Philistines will be utterly destroyed and will never again appear as a people. Now, they possibly had an alliance with Tyre and Sidon to the north, but that would be cut off. Then it says the heads are to be shaved uh, in verse 5. That expresses mourning. Both Gaza and Ashkelon would fall and not mentioned were the other cities of Ekron and Ashdod, and they will also suffer the same fate and many that survive will be taken captive back to Babylon. And that brings us to an oracle against Egypt in Jeremiah chapter 46, verses 1 through 12. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations about Egypt, concerning the army of Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, which was by the river Euphrates at Karshemish, in which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, defeated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. Prepare a buckler and shield in advance for battle. Harness the horses, mount, O horsemen, take your stations with your helmets, polish your spears, put on your armor. Why have I seen it? They are dismayed and have turned backward. Their warriors are beaten down and have fled in haste. They look not back. Terror on every side, declares the Lord. The swift cannot flee away, nor the warrior escape. To the north by the river Euphrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Who is this rising like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge? Egypt, 
rises like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge. He said, I will rise, I will cover the earth, I will destroy cities and their inhabitants. Advance, O horses, and rage, O chariots, let the warriors go out. Men of Cush and Put, who handle the shield, men of Lud, skilled in handling the bow. That day is a day of the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance, to avenge himself on his foes. The sword shall devour and be sated, and drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord God of hosts holds a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. Go up to Gilead and take balm, O virgin daughter of Egypt. In vain you have used many medicines. There is no healing for you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry. For warrior has stumbled against warrior. They have both fallen together. Egypt had wealth. They had prosperity. They had security. And coming back from Karshemish, Egypt was badly wounded. Pharaoh Necho was trying to rebuild that once dominant empire of Egypt. He was like that rising... Nile flood. And four years earlier, Pharaoh Necro was on his way to help the Assyrians when explicably the good king Josiah from Judah rode out to meet him in battle. Well, he was killed, and Judah became a vassal of Egypt, and they instilled Josiah's son Jehoiakim to be the vassal king, and we know that he's a very evil guy. But verses 4 through 6 describe the loss in the Battle of Karshemish, describing the disastrous defeat and the flight of the Egyptians back home. Looking at verse 7, Who is this rising like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge? Egypt rises like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge. He said, I will rise, I will cover the earth, I will destroy cities and their inhabitants. This advancing army was to be like the rising of the Nile at flood stage. But they were so soundly defeated. So soundly defeated. They boasted of the strength of their armies, but that was no longer the case. Verse 9 says, Advance, O horses, and rage, O chariots. Let the warriors go out, men of cushion put who handle the shield, men of blood skilled in handling the bow. That day is the day of the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance to avenge himself on his foes. The sword shall devour and be sated and drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord God of hosts holds a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. These verses describe the armies being made up of mercenaries from Cush and Put and Lud, but they would face the vengeance of the Lord. Perhaps in some degree, because of the killing of Josiah, the army that went to Karshemish would be sacrificed. And then verse 11, there is no, there's no healing for that. Go up to Gilead and take balm, O virgin daughter of Egypt. In vain you have used my many medicines. There is no healing for you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry. For warrior has stumbled against warrior. They have both fallen together. God calls Egypt a virgin daughter. Very unusual, as this was said of Israel mostly. This could be a metaphor for the lost safety and protection they had once enjoyed in Egypt. No remedy would bring healing to the Egyptians after this humiliating defeat. The picture in verse 12 is of a nation of warriors stumbling over each other to flee the enemy. In our next episode 21, we will return to chapter 13 and review how God reacts to pride. Biblical Tapestry is available on Facebook and Instagram, and I encourage you to please like and share this podcast if you have found something interesting or if you've learned something about God's Word. May God bless you this day.